morning, my good friends. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my live stream. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Andre Lefevre. Andre Lefevre. I am an independent citizen journalist, extreme libertarian, and uh, I like to mouth off on things political, things cultural, uh, things uh, interesting. I'm coming to you about 12 miles east of downtown Los Angeles in California, obviously. It is uh, January 23rd at 10.23 in the a.m. Pacific uh, Standard Time. I have a full podcast, full uh, Periscope, full live stream for us today. And uh, among other stories, we're going to start with calling a, a Democrat congressman uh, by the name of uh, John Yarmouth. He is uh, Kentucky's third uh, district representative. Uh, he tweeted a couple of days ago when the Covington Boys controversy was going on strong, uh, and I'm going to read his tweet. I'm calling for a total and complete shutdown of teenagers wearing MAGA hats until we can figure out what is going on. They seem to be poisoning the young minds. So this particular congressman is uh, uh, was blaming uh, children, white children, wearing MAGA hats for being accosted uh, by the Democrat hard-left um, activists operatives in Washington, D.C. So he was blaming children for being accosted. Now, later, yesterday, I think, he walked back his statement saying that he was joking. Well, right now, we are going to call him. Again, we're going to call a Congressman Yarmouth, John Yarmouth from the 3rd Kentucky Congressional District, uh, and ask him... Uh, if uh, he, what is he going to do to protect white children from the hard left thugs? Or, and we're going to ask him, is it his opinion that white children don't deserve protection? I'd like to ask him, or anybody else who is willing to speak on his behalf, does he think that white children in the United States don't deserve protection because of their genetic makeup? If he thinks that white children are simply inferior. Uh, let's let's ask them. I think it's a question worth asking. So we're calling Johnny Yarmouth's office in Washington D.C. Congressman Yarmouth, how may I help you? Uh, hello, uh, my name is uh, Andre uh, Lefevre. I'm a citizen journalist. It's fair to tell you that I'm uh, live streaming this phone call on Periscope, and I'd like to speak to the congressman or somebody who is authorized to speak on his behalf, please. Not a problem. Um, I'm going to try and bring this closer uh, to the to the microphone because the sound is really down. So the nice lady has put us on hold. Uh, hello. This is Ben. What can I help you with? Hello, Dan. Uh, my name is Andre Lefevre. I'm a citizen journalist. I'm live streaming this phone call on Periscope. Are you authorized to talk on behalf of the congressman? Um, yes, potentially. Okay, well, uh, 
I, uh, uh, I, I simply want to ask a couple of questions. I saw uh, representatives uh, tweet that he's calling for a shutdown uh, of teenagers wearing MAGA hats uh, because, according to him, uh, uh, those hats are poisoning young minds. Uh, is he still standing by this statement? He issued a clarification on his Twitter soon after that tweet that said he supports the First Amendment. He was joking that he does not actually support a ban of MAGA hats. Um, but at the same time, he believes that students acted inappropriately, whether provoked or not. And he does believe that the president has tacitly encouraged that type of behavior with a lot of his own rhetoric. Um, and he condemns the un-American values that the president has put forward and are represented in that altercation. So, in his view, when a hard-left thugs approach white children in Washington, D.C., who are not bothering anybody, it is justified because they're wearing MAGA hats and support the president? Does that justify violence and uh, inappropriate behavior towards white children? Is when a white child is wearing a MAGA hat and supports Trump, does this justify thugs no, approaching sir, them? Not encouraging violence on any side or any sort of. He regrets the situation. Now, does he, does he support bigotry against white children? No, sir. Uh, does he think that wearing a MAGA hat by a white person justifies bigotry against such a person, child, or an adult? No, sir. So, does he think that... He has not that at any point con condoned act actions against these students. What is he planning to do to protect the white children from being attacked from by left wing thoughts. I don't know of any plans. I don't think so, he has seen a demonstrable need for further measures to be taken. If you have seen the full footage of what Covington boys went through, do you think it was okay for grown thugs to approach and harass those boys? No, sir. He never said that. Well, uh, what does he plan to do in the future so his white constituency will be protected from the bigoted leftist thugs? Or does he plan to do nothing? Does he think that white children don't deserve to be protected just because of their genetic makeup? Sir, he has not observed a ongoing physical threat to those students in that video. He has not had any, seen any need to take further action to censure any group. Um, he, as I said before, he supports the First Amendment and all, and all parties' right to use it. 
and exercise it. He, if you have a specific policy initiative you would like to convey to him regarding this situation, I will be happy to pass it along. Beyond that, I can't really continue to answer questions. Well, just a, one last question. There have been numerous death threats and threats to burn down the school. Is the congressman concerned about that, or just because most of the students in that school are white, he doesn't care? He, of course, takes those threats seriously and is, will, does not want any further danger to fall on any of the involved parties. He will take any of those things seriously and will monitor the situation as they go on. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. God bless you, and have a good day. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, uh, I hope you listened uh, to this conversation. A representative, uh, a, uh, a spokesman for Representative John Yarmouth, did not seem to be concerned about the fact that those white children have been accosted and uh, harassed by left-wing activists in Washington, D.C. Uh, he also doesn't seem to be concerned at all uh, that the Covington boys and their families and their school were subject of a terrific assault uh, by the left-wing uh, thugs uh, on the Internet. Uh, it got so bad that the school had to be closed yesterday. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is a left-wing bigotry, uh, Nazi-like bigotry on display. It is obvious that in the mind of the person we just talked to, uh, the fact that the Covington boys were primarily white justified them being lied about, being accosted, being harassed, and I didn't hear any concern for their safety at all. Just some bland, bureaucratic talking points. All right. Uh, moving, uh, uh, moving on. Uh, the Twitter has suspended an uh, activist account that started this all. And let me see if I can quickly bring it up. So I can read the, the story to you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, takes a moment for it to load. Uh, apparently, uh, let's see here. There was an account, and I am on WashingtonTimes.com. Uh, Let me bring this screen up. Uh, uh, the uh, Headline, Twitter suspends account that helped Covington Catholic incident go viral. And let me read a couple of paragraphs. Uh, Twitter has suspended the account suspected of making go, making, of making go viral the misleading edited video <coughs> of the Lincoln Memorial confrontation involving some Catholic high school students, an Indian elder, uh, and the Black Hate Group. According to a report on CNN Business on Monday evening, Twitter suspended the account of uh, at uh, 2025 shortly after the network began asking questions about its uh, truthfulness and some odd characteristic that suggested it might be a foreign troll. 
the account posted a minute-long uh, video Friday evening showing a selected uh, showing a selected portion of the confrontation with the caption: "This MAGA loser goofily uh, bothering Native American protester at the Indigenous People March." The video already had appeared on the Instagram account of a bystander, but CNN wrote it was a 2020 fights caption that helped frame the news cycle. That version of the video. So anyways, uh, if you read the full, uh, full video, uh, it uh, talks about the fact uh, uh, that it is unclear it was supposedly uh, owned by a California teacher, but the picture didn't belong to her by some foreign national, uh, I've seen it described as a uh, Brazilian blogger. <coughs> Twitter suspended it, but it was obviously a tool uh, that uh, the uh, hard left uh, extremists, hard left operatives used to uh, create this uh, psychological operation, the psych op, that backfired on them uh, so very, very badly. Uh, going to the next story that I have, it was also uh, related um, uh, to the Covington Boys uh, story. Uh, a, uh, a person, that, uh, the uh, Indian elder uh, involved in all of this, Nathan Phillips, the, the hardcore leftist operative, uh, has claimed uh, to be a uh, has claimed to be a uh, Vietnam uh, Vietnam vet. He was very clever. He never said I served in Vietnam. He said in various interviews, I uh, I am a Vietnam uh, Times vet. Of course, uh, corporate control media uh, started lying uh, without checking. Is that uh, he was served in Vietnam? Well, uh, a retired uh, SEAL by the name uh, of uh, Don Shipley uh, got the information on the FOIA uh, request that, yeah, in fact, uh, Nathaniel Phillips did uh, serve uh, in Marine Corps as a reserve most of the time. Uh, his MOS was that of an electrician, but he has never served in Vietnam. So th this, is, uh, this is a clear-cut uh, case. Uh, of uh, stolen uh, valor. Um, and let me read uh, this tweet, uh, uh, this uh, thread reader uh, uh, entry. Uh, Nathaniel Phillips was enlisted under Nathaniel Richard uh, uh, Stannard. Uh, he was enlisted into US USMC Reserve uh, from May 20, 1972 to November uh, 1972 for training. Then he went from uh, uh, 8 12, uh, 1974 to May 5, 1976, on active duty. Um, Phillips uh, uh, was trained as a basic electrician. He was, <coughs> excuse me, with the 4th Marine Division as a rifleman. Uh, Phillips went AOL, um, AWOL uh, three times during his service in the Marines. In May 1975, September 1975, and December 1975. Conclusion: He never was in Vietnam. He never was a, uh, a recon ranger. He was just a, a refrigerator mechanic and discharged as a private. And I urge you to uh, Google and look up uh, 
Uh, Don Shapley, he's got a wonderful website with wonderful videos. He's on YouTube too. Uh, very, very entertaining, extremely entertaining. Uh, moving on, let's switch gears to Europe. Um, we all have learned in school countless movies and uh, history that the World War II was started by uh, German Nazis. And their goal was very simple world domination, but their first step was to dominate Europe. Well, it appears that Chancellor Merkel of, uh, of Germany is following in the footsteps of uh, Adolf Hitler. Uh, this is from British Daily Mail. Headline, Merkel boasts Germany and France have taken first steps towards the European army after signing friendship treaty with Marcon. Uh, if you're a student of history, you know that during World War II, Germany have overrun France and most of the Western Europe and uh, Central Europe, except there was a northern portion of France, Vichy, that was uh, as Nazi as Germany. So it looks like with, without firing a shot, Merkel has subdued France again it wants to create an army. Uh, why do Europeans need an army? Soviet Union no longer exists. We, Americans, we protect them by supporting NATO against possible Russian intervention. Yet Merkel wants to create quote-unquote European army. Why? Well, because they want to subdue Central Europe just like Hitler did. Hungary, Poland, um, uh, Czechs, uh, Slovaks, because they do not like the German policies. And of course, Germans cannot tolerate any disobedience. Without firing a shot, Merkel is starting to achieve what Hitler did by killing tens of millions of people, hundreds of millions of people. Um, now, um, let me go up here. I was very curious to see uh, how the Russians uh, reacted to this. Uh, and I found this uh, article in Russian language uh, publication. Um, I do speak fluent Russian, but uh, I had uh, Google translated for me. So let me, let me give me a second so I can load it so we can both uh, read it in, uh, in English. Uh, this is from uh, NSN.FM, uh, uh, a national uh, news service translated. And let me have uh, Google uh, Chrome translate this uh, into, uh, into English. Uh, it'll just take a moment. It's translating, and it's translating, and it's translating, and it's translating, and it's translating. And uh, and uh, here's uh, here's the headline: Military expert warned of the creation of the Fourth Reich in Europe. This is the headline in the Russian language uh, uh, publication. And of course, you see uh, a nice picture of uh, Soviet or rather Russian uh, uh, troops with their uh, AK-47s at their shoulder. And the backdrop is the Spassky Tower. 
of, uh, of Kremlin. It has, um, if you study the history, that particular Spaska, Bashnia Spassky Tower uh, has a big significance, uh, symbolic significance in, uh, in the defense of, uh, of Moscow. Uh, and the Kremlin is simply a uh, central uh, castle, uh, medieval portion of, uh, of Moscow. Uh, I'm reading the article. President of Academy of Real Politics told NSN against uh, whom the uh, United European Army of Macron and Merkel was directed. The news uh, treaty between Germany and France contributes to the creation of a European army, said German uh, Chancellor uh, Angela Merkel at the signing ceremony on January 22nd. According to her, the uh, the countries are committed to helping a common military culture, a common defense industry, and common line of arms experts, according to RIA uh, Novosti, and that's um, that's another uh, Russian uh, news agency. Uh, president of the Academy of Real Politics, expert uh, on the uh, uh, Academy of Military Sciences of the Russian Federation, uh, Vladimir uh, uh, Provokatilov. Uh, told uh, NSN uh, uh, when a single army would appear in Europe and what this would mean for Russia. Quoting uh, this uh, Professor Pro-Vatilov, pro, 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 <coughs> pro uh, the European uh, Union's own army is not a matter of today. Creating your own army can really begin only after the outlines of the unification of military industrial complexes are sufficiently outlined. After all, a single army, its tanks, airplanes, warships, which should be produced according to a single model and according to uniform standards. In addition, it is necessary to take into account the political component. In Germany and Italy, the rating of nationalist right-wing conservatives is growing. In France, it is a very serious and dangerous uh, alternative for uh, Germany to Russia, which I think it gets stronger, will put forward more uh, and more Nazi slogans. As these political forces come to power, all the prerequisites will coincide, both economic and political, for creating your own EU army, or in other words, the Fourth Reich, the expert warned. So uh, I'm not going to read the rest of the article, but it's very clear, uh, if, um, if you read it all the way through, that this particular Russian expert, uh, who is uh, pretty much speaking for the Russian government, for the Vladimir Putin's government, looks at the creation uh, of uh, European uh, army very similar to that of a rise of a, of a Third Reich. They openly call it a Fourth Reich. So Russia sees that as a direct threat to them. Thumb, something to think about. Something to think about. Moving on. Uh, there is a, uh, we're still in Europe, uh, in Italian and French governments are at odds regarding the, uh, uh, regarding the un, uh, unfettered uh, migration of North uh, Africans into Europe, primarily Muslims. Uh, this is from BBC. Uh, headline, France summons Italian envoy over Africa uh, remarks. Let me read a few paragraphs. 
France has summoned Italy's ambassador after the Italian deputy prime minister accused the French of exploiting Africa and fueling migration. On Sunday, uh, Luigi Di uh, uh, Mayo called the European Union to impose sanctions on France for its politics in Africa. He said France has never stopped colonizing tens of African states. Uh, let me translate that into English, uh, at least uh, so we'll understand what it is. He's accusing France of uh, creating chaos in Africa. So tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of African migrants will cross the Mediterranean into Italy and uh, in other Western European countries. Uh, and uh, quite frankly, uh, the goal is very simple. It doesn't even have to be stated out loud in Europe. Uh, the European elites are trying to replace the European middle class who are believe in national uh, boundaries and believe in decency and Christian values with those uh, immigrants from North Africa and other third world countries <coughs> which don't have the same values. And in the feverish mind of European elites, uh, they think they will be able to control those uh, Muslim refugees. Uh, reality is, uh, if, uh, uh, if the critical mass is reached and uh, uh, the European middle class will uh, disappear, uh, those uh, migrants or Muslim invaders will disappear, the European elite too. But uh, those children of wealthy parents are way too stupid to understand that, uh, that simple fact. Uh, moving on, let's uh, go further east from Europe into Russia and let's think uh, about space. Um, I am uh, on uh, uh, I am on uh, eg.ru <coughs> excuse me uh, which is uh, in Russian it's called Express uh, uh, Gazeta which uh, probably called Express Gazette it is a Russian language, let me translate it uh, into, uh, into English using, uh, uh, using Google Translator. And uh, it talks, and I'm going to read a few paragraphs as soon as it's translated, but apparently Russians decided to invest in a heavy-duty uh, space vehicle, they call it a, uh, a rocket uh, carrier, uh, which will allow them uh, to colonize the, uh, uh, let's see, let's see if it will uh, translate for us again. When I am, uh, when I'm periscoping, here we go. Uh, Russia is ready to build a new super heavy rocket. Uh, the full translation is carry a, rock, a rocket. Let me read you a couple of paragraphs. The first launch of the Yenisei, is scheduled for 2028, and this is the name for this uh, carrier space uh, vehicle. Russian space companies have, uh, <coughs> excuse me, confirmed their readiness to create the Yenisei super heavy rocket. This was the head of Roscosmos, Dmitry Rogozin, said in his uh, page on Twitter. Uh, as indicated in the Rogozin page, the designers and production terms of uh, TSN. Uh, MASH Central Research Institute are ready for the implementation of large-scale uh, project. Construction is expected to start in 2016. 
the Rocket and Space Corporation, uh, Energia, the uh, Rocket and Space Center Progress and Design Bureau, named after uh, Khrushchev. Uh, uh, earlier, the head of uh, Roscosmos has already talked about the new super uh, heavy rocket. The project received the critical NBNSA. The main goal of the creation of the NSA is long-distance space flights, in particular to the Moon and Mars. Rocket would also deliver more than 70 tons of payload to near-Earth orbit. So it looks like uh, Russians uh, decided to follow Chinese and uh, ramp up their, their space uh, uh, program. As you know, Chinese recently landed on the far side of the moon. Uh, that brings us uh, to the next story. This is from The Guardian. And let me bring this one up so we can read this. Uh, it looks like China, uh, China has uh, entered the uh, space uh, race. This is the Guardian's. Uh, this is the Guardian story. The headline: uh, Battlefield the Moon. How China plans wi uh, plans to win the lunar space race. Uh, as Apollo uh, 11 sailed above the moon, Mission Control in Houston suggested the astronaut uh, should keep an eye for a beautiful Chinese girl called Chang O, who, according to legend, has uh, ascended to, to the moon thousands of years previously, taking along a large rabbit as a companion. I'll look out for the bunny girl then, Buzz Aldrin joked in reply shortly ahead of his uh, and Neil Armstrong's historic touchdown on the lunar surface. Uh, nearly 50 years on, an uh, uh, astronaut gazing down from orbit might glimpse a high-tech uh, homage of the ancient folktale. Uh, China's uh, Chang'e uh, 4 probe this month became the first to land on the lunar uh, far side and uh, nearby hibernating during the lunar night. The Jade Rabbit rover is exploring this uncharted territory. The mission showcases China's ambition to become one of the world's major powers in space explanation, exploration. The country has made the moon exciting again by uh, beaming back the first close-up images of its mysterious far side. Beijing does not disclose how much it spent on its space program, but aims to build a space station and the base on the moon, as well as send a probe to Mars by 2020 and carry out a mission to Jupiter in 2029. It looks like uh, China is as, as serious as a rattlesnake uh, to colonize uh, space. Um, moving on. Uh, the next story I have, I'm not even going to bring it up, is uh, the minor setbacks that Chinese uh, Chinese had. They uh, they left cotton seeds on the moon, hoping to see if they'll grow in space, and those cotton seeds died. Um, there's some gleeful English language <coughs> stories about that. I am not going to succumb to that glee. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's a wonderful achievement, even though they're done by China, and I am not a fan of uh, Chinese communists, not at all. Um, I think it would be travesty if the uh, United States does not colonize the uh, uh, space uh, first. But um, 
it's a minor setback, but those kind of setbacks are actually very productive. It shows what not to do if you have any engineering and construction background. You know that sometimes an experiment, uh, negative result of an experiment is very valuable because you learn what not to do. Uh, here is a story from Bloomberg.com. Uh, and we're going back to United States uh, to uh, that nefarious world of uh, the uh, military space uh, industrial complex. Uh, the uh, headline from Bloomberg is U.S. intelligence warns that Russia and China are seizing on global uh, turmoil. Uh, let me read a couple of paragraphs and then I'll give you, I'll translate it into English for the regular people. Uh, because uh, those, uh, those stupid eggheads that uh, write those things uh, are not very smart and they have a way of getting long words and stupid concept, concepts muddy the waters, something that people like us, the middle class, understand uh, way better. Russia and China are taking advantage of changes in the strategic environment that uh, prevailed for almost a century to gain influence and undermine American objectives. The document released uh, to use this as global trends such as the awakening of international institutional attacks on Western democracy and isolationist uh, tendencies within governments have emerged as major challenges. Uh, Russia's effort to increase its influence and authority are likely to continue and may conflict with uh, U.S. goals and priorities in multiple regions, according to a strategy released by Director of National Intelligence, Dan Coates. Chinese military uh, modernization and continued pursuit of economic territories predominate in the Pacific region and beyond uh, remain a concern. The opportunities exist to work with Beijing on issues of, of mutual concern, including North Korea's nuclear arsenal. Let me translate this into English. Uh, what's happening is, is that for the last 30 years, uh, Pentagon and military industrial complex have wasted untold billions on making profits in low-tech weapons fighting useless Middle Eastern wars. And uh, our uh, military has neglected modernizing to the 21st century, such as space exploration, modernizing our anti-missile defenses, and other high-tech weapons. Why? Producing old and trusted technologies with which we fought in Iraq and Afghanistan brings maximum profits to the to the military contractors, and that money is distributed among our elites, our banking elites, and uh, elites that control uh, military industrial, uh, uh, military industrial complex. Investing uh, money into the future we weapons is not that profitable because you really have to work, you really have to develop them, and uh, they really uh, there is a lot of downside to that. Well, it looks like uh, the situation came to the point where even our stupid children of wealthy parents who run military industrial companies finally woken up to the fact that China 
is passing us by in space, and Russia is passing us by in anti-ballistic missile defense. So they want more money, more money to be spent <coughs> in those aspects. They may have figured out how to make money on that. I am very, very fearful that just throwing money at military-industrial complex without a coherent plan, which don't seem to exist, is not going to help the situation. My only hope is, is that our country, just by the nature, is organized very well. Uh, I don't know whether you realize it or not, that uh, we are an exceptional country in the United States. We self-organize and we are organically capable of going into the right direction. Uh, just part of uh, the uniqueness uh, and exceptionalism of the United States. Uh, moving along, uh, uh, Trump pushes for missile uh, defense funding. I'm not going to bring that up. So uh, before, before I finish, and we're just about done, uh, I am on the Drudge Report. I'm just curious to see what uh, what uh, different <coughs> news outlets think is news. Drudge leads with, <coughs> excuse me, folks, with uh, a Venezuela uh, story. Maduro on the brink. USA recognizes uh, Guaido as president. Battle of Caracas. Uh, apparently, uh, CIA and the U.S are actively trying to overthrow Maduro and bring some sanity into uh, that uh, socialist Marxist uh, hellhole. Uh, let's see, we are on New York Times and it's taking a moment to, to load. Let's see here. Let's see what the New York Times think. Uh, they lead with uh, <laughs> The New York Times leads with Trump tells uh, Pelosi he will deliver uh, State of the Union speech in Congress. So that's what New York Times thing is. Uh, uh, they're basically fighting uh, the swamp waters. Uh, Washington uh, Post. Uh, let's see what Washington Post thinks is this story. Let's reload this. House Democrats to uh, offer Trump more border security money, but no wall. Again, we have a swamp dance out there. Uh, in my view, all Trump needs to do is keep the government uh, closed. It's not affecting regular people. The reason Democrats are all bent out of shape about it because it affects them. It affects our power elite. It affects uh, those fat cat uh, politicians who are all Democrats who live uh, in gated communities. The regular middle class people like us, I don't feel an effect of a government shutdown. I doubt that you do either. Well, uh, before I go, uh, let me show you my own website, and I forgot to preload it. It's wildnews.us. Uh, let's see, we'll come up real quick. When I am periscoping, uh, it is slowing down. Here we go. Um, I'd write a blog. I haven't put a new entry uh, in the, in a couple of weeks, but I'm going to write more. Uh, in the meantime, <coughs> you can go to the, my videos page and uh, see the video archives. Also, have a good conspiracies page 
uh, about different uh, conspiracies. And of course, if you want to contact me, go to the contact uh, info tab, and my contact information is there. My phone number is there too, but my suggestion is, unless you know me personally, uh, email me first. Uh, but uh, if I have time, I will answer. I have a, I have a, I have a real job. This is my hobby. I'm a true citizen journalist. Time for me to get back to work. I took an hour break uh, for this uh, podcast, for this Periscope, for this uh, live stream. I want to thank you for joining me. Uh, I don't have, uh, I cannot express in words the appreciation I have that you joined me. Uh, I will see you soon and have a blessed uh, day.